He's pissed me off. So. Welcome to Dean's List. I'm your host, Dean Kitabowski, and we are about to talk to some really interesting people. How long did you take to get ready? I think he did that for, what's it, Pablo? Are you ready? I, I'm ready. Are you ready? All right, let's go. <laughs> These singers are getting like ridiculous. Pablo's the, the one with the orange cover. Okay. These singers are getting ridiculous with their marketing schemes, dude. But yeah, he had like a um, watch party, and it was super... Uh, successful and i guess he tried to do the same thing with donda and they had a lot of people but there. he was just it was so unfinished that it was supposed to be like an early access thing that he would like had the first one and you could do like watch it online and like everyone was like oh this is gonna be so good like donda's gonna be amazing and then two months passed and he was like all right we're gonna have another one and it was just the same thing and everyone's right. like all right well when are you gonna drop the song <laughs> yeah, no. like and then it was like another two months, and he's like, "Yeah, guys, I'm sorry." <laughs> like, like, he, like he was working. Apparently, you heard all the stuff with him, like inside the Falcon Stadium, like where you just like lived in the Falcon yeah. Falcon Stadium, yeah, recording every day and then performing. At night. Yeah, yeah. And that's I don't know. It's, it took him so long that kind of just wasn't didn't have the hype. Singers' marketing schemes are ridiculous, dude. I yeah. just I just if you announce the album, yeah, I don't want to wait six months to get the album. I'd rather just not know about it and then a couple weeks before oh it's coming out here's the date and then it releases. Like I was yeah. saying with the kid Leroy, he te- well he started teasing it probably a full year ago now, mm-hmm. and then he said in December January is the month and everyone's like the album's coming out in January. Yeah, no. The teaser to one of the songs, not even the title song, but one of the songs, came out in January. February, he released the rest, the next 30 seconds of that song, the rest of the song, and then another song the next month, one song the next month. There's going to be probably 12 songs in this album. We've got a quarter of it in four months. Yeah, and I think that's probably the problem, like the flaw with the music industry and the way it's like developing now is that with streaming and all this stuff, we can just like hear early access that things get leaked so it doesn't have the same hype as like old music like i love a lot of older music but people didn't know what they were buying that's that was the way music was back then it was Mm. these people i like their last album i don't know what this one's going to sound like but i'm going to spend 25 bucks or whatever and i'm going to buy it and yeah. I'm going to hear it, and if I don't like it, that's too bad because I spent 25 bucks on it, and I'm keeping <laughs> it. I'm, li- I'm listening to those songs. You, know, you get your 13 songs, and that's it. That's part of why also, you know the way they convert streams to album sales when they're trying to certify an album like platinum or gold or whatever, you know what I'm talking about? Mm, they used to do, they used to certify albums based on how many albums they sold, right. like how many record copies of them they sold. Now, obviously, you can't do that because mm-hmm. everything's streaming. So they do some absurd amount of streams is platinum. It's something like half a billion streams or something yeah. ridiculous like that. Certifies an album platinum, which makes it, I thought it'd make it less common. It makes it more common to have super certified platinum, eight time platinum song, like whatever. It's really easy to get certified yeah. now in the music industry. I think that's because everybody's got access to it. Everybody has yeah. access to a streaming platform now that it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah like how many streams you need because you've got so many people and they can listen to any type of music they want these streaming platforms have so much money yeah they do and i mean diversifying like the artists are making no money on that at all yeah you know they rely so heavily on their tours yeah like it's ridiculous it doesn't actually make any sense why i mean that's how it is now Mm -hmm. whatever i mean yeah, they used to make artists used to make a lot more money on albums. You're right. Yeah, that was because they could say I'm taking twenty percent of 
however many copies are sold. And since copies are pretty easily definable, mm-hmm. like this is one copy of an album. I just bought it for 20 bucks. The yeah. artist would get whatever it was, three bucks, four bucks out of that. And then the rest would go wherever. Yeah, um, the- You can't really do that anymore yeah you, you can't because there is one country singer i don't know it is the old country singer what's his name like super successful a jimmy do, buffett no not, not jimmy <laughs> buffett. i don't know he sings uh friends in low places oh he's ooh, not ooh. on anything he's he, he just like has his own he's got his own like sirius xm channel <laughs> what's his name? yeah who's saying friends in low places friends in low places Garth Brooks? Yeah, Garth Brooks Garth, isn't on Spotify? Garth Brooks is really? not on Spotify. So, like, if you look up huh. Friends in Low Places, there's a cover. That's that's what you get on Spotify. You cannot listen to the original. Does he get more... Does he make more money oh, I'm off sure. of SiriusXM? Well, I mean, you've got... And I'm sure that the big difference is the community that he's working with. Like, it is a country... He's a country singer. So, right. people, I think, are more willing to go and buy mm-hmm. an album or go listen to on the radio because it's that's kind of just how it is country music is so underrepresented on spotify on streaming platforms yeah i mean i'm sure you saw is. morgan wallen's album came out a couple weeks ago right i don't you know no the thing is i like morgan wallen mm. i just don't listen to him that's fair i saw the one uh morgan wallen interview with uh the one barstool guy caleb you no, see that one he? no what? What was that about? With with Glenny Balls? No. <laughs> Dude, what? I'm not a Barstool fan. Neither am I, but you don't mm. know that... That's wild to me. Okay. <laughs> Wait, who is it? What's his name? It's Caleb something. You don't know who like, Caleb and Glenny Balls is? So, Caleb from Barstool? Yeah. <laughs> no. There's no way. You've seen him. Caleb and Glenny Balls. Here we Dude. go. Here we go. No, that's ridiculous to Here, me. Here, put it up on the screen too, Will. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you haven't yeah, seen those interviews? Guys. I know these guys. Exactly. That, I know the I know the blonde dude, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They do... They is Kenny Ball's the guy that eats ice cream in all the interviews? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Glenny Ball's okay. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and they did an interview with uh, Morgan Wallen. <laughs> Morgan- it was funny. It was like... It was... I, I don't know. It's, it's Anything with these guys that. is hilarious, though. It's so random. No, they're really, like, comedically really funny. <laughs> That's funny. They, they did one with uh, Theo Vaughn and just having him dying the whole time. Theo Vaughn's so ridiculous. Yeah, I know. He's a, he jumps a around. Like, he, he has worse transitions than my brother. <laughs> that, that is saying something. He'll jump from one thing to the next, and it all loosely correlates, oh, just, and it's all I just ridiculous. I love a good Theo Vaughn sentence. You know, it just starts off. He's like, I remember we had this one guy who, uh, and I think this was back in third grade, <laughs> and my teacher in third grade had a, had a an ice cream i think like an ice cream station right in the uh-huh. right inside the door and we uh-huh. used to get these strawberry ice creams i remember this one big girl used to <laughs> used to eat a bunch of strawberry ice cream on friday but anyways we had this one guy in third grade <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that it's just, it just has no, <laughs> nothing to do that's with actually perfect <laughs> <laughs> just every single time. What's this guy's name? Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. Theo, you never you heard Theo Vaughn? Alright, let me let me pull him up. Oh, he's hilarious. He's one of the funniest comedians right now. Dude, he is so funny. That clip of him on Joe Rogan we we're talking about. <laughs> what one? The monster oh, energy the one? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this guy is hilarious. He's so funny. So out of pocket. I think he, so out of pocket. He was in Boston. He had a show in Boston. In, was he really? Maybe he has, hasn't come yet, but I was going to buy tickets. Yeah, tickets. Yeah, tickets. Okay. Oh, hello. 
they sold out a long time <laughs> ago. Be I was going to get tickets in September or November, and there were only a few tickets left. No, so. he's at the top of his game right now. He's not. I heard he's not very good at stand-up. Oh, I have no idea I'm about sure, stand-up. I'm sure he's not because he's so, such a storyteller. You some know? comedians are really, really good on camera. Like, the short clips you see yeah. are hilarious. Oh, even his podcast is so funny, dude. Like, yeah. his own podcast for an hour and a half. He's just hilarious. And he's not good at stand-up. Wow. He's, I think it's just because he's not good at telling jokes, you know? Yeah, he's, his he's jokes... Good at, he's just all improv and making up stories, which I'm sure are partly true. Cause, you his know, like, jokes are like you. Louisiana. Like, it's all... The delivery is ridiculous. <laughs> so it just works out. Yeah. <laughs> you could say the, the most random shit it's and just, it'd yeah, just be just funny. It's just so random, yeah. dude. That's so funny. No, he is at the top of his game right now. He's actually killing it on social media. Yeah, he is. I mean... Definitely one of like the top people on across all social media platforms. I would say. Where is his podcast? Where do you watch that? Is it uh, Spotify? I think it's on Spotify. Spotify. It's called like This Past Weekend. Is it like just him? I mean, he gets guests. Okay. You know, okay. There's, okay. There's always some. There's always some interesting guests yep. that they get on there. That clip on Joe Rogan's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it's so so funny, so funny. He just cut out of nowhere too. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have him pull up a candy corn pretty soon. <laughs> hey. Uh, Pull up a picture of candy corn, corn, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many podcasts, dude. Comedians. I didn't even realize how many comedians have podcasts. There are thousands. Yeah, I know. They all have one. Every single one of them has one. Yeah, and thank God you're here. Yeah. No, I'm just... The world needs one more, for sure. The world needs one more fucking podcast, and it comes in the form of... It just needs Dean's list. That's why we're here. That's (laughs) why we're here. That's why we're here. (laughs) I can't hear (laughs) a picture of candy corn. I got an upper medium (laughs) (laughs) size. So funny. No, no, no. No, I need to see his podcast. For reference, really uh, this is Candy Corn. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Thank you. <laughs> this has gotten so off topic so fast. Dude, dude. I kind of expected this. The yeah. trend, like I said, the transitions are it's fucking gonna terrible. It's going to be so random. No. It's just going to be the most random shit. What do we even start with? Music? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, you have a psychedelic music taste. That's what you said right before we started. What does that mean? I don't know. I just like psychedelic music, you know? No. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> well, I think it means that sort of like the genre of psychedelic music. Is that a genre? Right. A legitimate uh, genre? No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, like the Doors, 1960s. Yeah. Well, because like you got the 1960s, which was when like LSD and, and shrooms were like super habitual and popular at the right. time, you know, and so that's... That was the Beats movie. So like all of them are on drugs while playing music. So right. It's like going to be psychedelic music because yeah. they think that they are living... <laughs> in i don't even know wonderland one one commune together yeah and everybody is part of the same that was the beats movement energy i don't know if you've learned about the beats at all it was literally just a group of guys um and it was guys pretty much there was pretty much no women in the the movement and they all just got together and made manifestos i put quotes around that (laughs) because none of it like looking back none of it makes much sense because they were all high and then like in the end they all died due to like drugs or in random ways it was like when was this this was in the 70s they were the predecessor the late 60s they were the predecessors to the the real hippie movement yeah 70s well i mean with that's i dude i don't know i think the psychedelic like the history of psychedelics is so interesting it's just like so fascinating that the way it is the way it's like developed is just it's so crazy to me you know like in i think the first psychedelic um was discovered in the 1930s by a swiss scientist 
Or like the first modern form of psychedelic? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously you've got the first got synthetic psychedelic, yeah. which was LSD, mm-hmm. right? Um, a Swiss scientist in the 1930s, and that eventually made its way over the ni- into the United States in the 1940s, and was tested in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. Um, and it finally, there was sort of this big debate, because all these scientists are doing studies and finding this massive success with psychedelics. It can cure a bunch of different things. Uh, different psychedelics can cure different things. Like LSD is like super good at curing like like tra- traumatic uh, post traumatic stress disorder from a number of things, from war, from a bunch of things, um, and sort of like sch- schizophrenia, which strangely enough could be also triggered by psychedelics. So it's it's really interesting, you know, because everyone, all these scientists are figuring this out, right? Mm. And what they don't know is what they should do with all this with all this uh, new medicine, new information that they're finding. Right. And so there's there's two opinions. There's one that sort of like this elitist approach that what we need to do is give all of our mushrooms and all our psychedelics just to the political leaders and to the like global leaders of the world and give them psychedelics and let them lead us because I mean it's going to help us right they're going to have this sort of eye-opening experience and sort of see everything as one. Um, which <laughs> what? Is, which is sort of the the one 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 approach is to, <laughs> is to give it to like the popular people. This is a this is like a widely you know. Can I interject? Can I interject here? Sure. There's actually a theory that people think we should <laughs> make our world leaders trip. Yeah, that's and they'll become the world will be better by making that's, all of our yeah. leaders just trip on acid and shrooms. Yeah, I absolutely. Buy it. That, that, that I buy that, it. That happened in the nineteen fifties ish, right before. Okay, that right makes before, more sense. And nobody had tried any psychedelics, not in the public. Barely anybody really knows about them. Right. I mean, I um, assume if you microdose <laughs> on some of the, if you give that to leaders in like small sure doses, I'm sure it'd be helpful. It's like, super to an extent. helpful to a lot of people. I've like heard, I was reading all it, sorts of things. It opens up empathy, yeah, which is does, something right? that's severely lacking right now. So yeah. I can totally see that being beneficial. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, there's, there's big, a- big it's, asterisks. Yeah, it's, sort of right. a, it's sort of a weird, <laughs> it's sort of a weird plan. But then mm-hmm. the second idea, which is what ends up happening because some of the activists that actually do they've been part of these tests right with lsd they've they've volunteered for it they've seen all of these effects that it can have on sort of fostering unity right we're in a time of war we're in between world war ii and vietnam we've just we've just seen a bunch of war and all these people are thinking is if this can bring us together why is not everyone having it so what they do is they find a few scientists who agree with them they get that LSD and they just mass spread it out. And that's sort of the start of the hippie movement. Really? Yeah. So this was a manufactured thing. It wasn't a, everybody heard about it on the news and then wanted in. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it started at just a group of people. I'm not sure their names. Just a group of people that really wanted to spread this, this idea of peace and the mind you know, manifesting, which is what psychedelic means, the mind manifesting capabilities of the drugs that they had had. Right. And basically they decided that the best way to do it was just to give it to a bunch of people and see what would happen later. I and mean, it's an interesting thought because reading about LSD, I found that it either, one, 
Well, it all depends. The reaction you have all depends on the situation, oh, your sure. environment you're in, of course. Right. So who you're with, how you're feeling at a certain time. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting that you said earlier about how it could do one thing. On the other hand, it could do exactly the opposite of that right, thing. Right, exactly. That is, that is why it's such a heavily regulated drug, because mm-hmm. the... Like on one hand, it's it can be very beneficial that microdosing that we were talking about a second right. ago. On the other hand, it can be very dangerous. And it is so heavily regulated because, and I like it's weird to say this, but because it was working, it was in the nineteen sixties or whenever you know Viet- Vietnam is at its at its peak, right? We everyone's taking these these drugs this acid this lsd that's becoming really popular and they're sort of they're saying we are all one right because mm. this sort of mind manifesting you see everything as one we're all one one people why are we fighting let's stop the war and so you see this massive you know disgust with the war that's going on in vietnam and in what's actually happening and so then you get this war on drugs right um and so essentially it's propaganda that is just pushed out from the government saying mm-hmm. don't do drugs you're going to jump off a building and right yeah there's there's people that that happened to right it was and just pointing this out on that note uh what did you say about the unabomber the unabomber was a part of a cia yeah experiment? so the unabomber was actually the product of the cia the cia cia was doing oh shit the cia was doing testing on um <coughs> on lsd and what it could do to people and the unabomber i think this might not be true but uh, I believe the Unabomber was an ex-military, whatever, and the CIA just took him in and was like, oh, hey, we're going to feed you a bunch of LSD, and then just let him out into the world, and he did what he did. Wow. So he was the yeah. product of the CIA. The so CIA just yeah. fed him a bunch of LSD. So that's one extreme. Crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, the CIA, the, the way they were doing LSD was not the same way as... It wasn't very right. scientific. Mm. I mean, it was, but it was... The CIA has it, done it some very for, not scientific things. It was so. to extract secrets, basically. It was, okay. all right, if you're super high, you're going to tell me what I need to know, right? Like, you are not going to have any idea. I don't really know how it works, to be honest, right. but I know that they use that for, I don't know, interrogation for sure. I don't know mm. if it was torture or whatever, because I'm not sure. I mean, maybe they just, like, lined up a bunch of mirrors around them and don't look in the mirror when you're tripping, but... Yeah, I'm not. I'm honestly not too sure about uh, yeah. the Unabomber, though. It's possible. <laughs> How is Joe Labarge so hot? I'm gonna stop looking at the screen. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, I know this. I'm, I've 100. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Joe Labarge. I 100% buy that though. Can you look up the Unabomber? Actually, I'm really interested about this now. Um, I, mean, I 100% buy that. I'm the sure CIA, there's plenty of conspiracy theories. I'm sure theories. there's a lot, but the CIA in the past has done a lot of not scientific science in the past. I read something a couple of weeks ago. I'm pretty sure it was the CIA. It might have been the FBI. But regardless, one of the government agencies, they put a bunch of of, um, something. Oh, my God. What was it? They poured something into the... uh, What is this? Oh, so, yes, he was... Yeah, the Unabomber was an army officer, it said. It said a second ago. That's so uh, yeah. interesting. Uh, volunteer of mind control experiments sponsored by the CIA at Harvard in wow. the late 1950s. Yeah. And then he went and killed a bunch of people. That is so. crazy. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure that one didn't go too well. No, probably didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a rough time with LSD. I think we knew that. Yeah. So. 
and other potions. <laughs> Just as Harvard students were fed doses of LSD, psilocybin, and other potions. That's crazy. Yeah, I know the LSD. Uh, the LSD. I know the CIA has been involved in a lot of what's the word tests where they're vic- they're. <laughs> I was about to say victims, <laughs> where their <laughs> test subjects were not aware necessarily that they were being tested on. Uh, yeah. The same, I was about to say, the same happened. They dumped a bunch of drugs or something into, like, the water su- water supply in Los Angeles or something like this. Here, look this up real quick. CIA really? water supply. And they, and they weren't harmful drugs or anything. They just wanted to see the effects. And the result was a very few numbers, five or six people, ended up having some kind of response to it. Um, let's see. Uh, look up California. Oh, Maybe, or, like I said, it might be the FBI, too. Um, no. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to find. Do uh do see FBI maybe it might have been the FBI. I was reading about this like three weeks ago, and I was like, this is just fucking ridiculous. What? Dumped up? Nope. Crazy right. glare. I can't anyway. see. <laughs> yeah. See, we need to change the setup in this room. <laughs> yeah, I, I just cannot see what's going on up there. All right, anyway, light, regardless. Government agencies are crazy, man. Yeah, they're they're goofballs. They're no, still, but they're still <laughs> sneaky. They're still sneaky. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Oh, my bad, guys. <laughs> no, um, but I know their response to LSDs was a lot harsher than that of um, like weed, marijuana. Well, it it was because of because the it had real effects. Also. It was the anti-war stuff. It wasn't really at the time. There wasn't a high number. Like in in terms of alcohol. It's not even close. Alcohol mm-hmm. is way, 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 way more deadly. Right. Like w- on a per capita basis, or what? And I mean, I don't really know. At the time, there's way more alcohol deaths than okay. there are deaths. I mean, due still, to, there still are. Yeah, I mean, I'm sh- well now they're <laughs> now they're like a title, whatever yeah. title three substance or whatever. Oh, you mean LSD? Okay, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. psychedelics are so nobody's really <laughs> nobody's taking, as, taking as many of them. I would say. <laughs> right. But, I mean, in a lot of states, there's the legalized nature thing, which is basically anything that grows uh, in any sort of psychedelic or any drug that grows outside naturally, mm-hmm. you can grow it in your backyard. Like, a lot of states, yeah, I think... Tell me about this. I think Massachusetts, it's coming up. Uh, the I think it's at the next election. People are going to vote on it. Okay. But, I mean, that's everything except for Yeah, describe peyote. that really quickly, though. Describe that. Describe what? Legalized nature? Yeah, what is it? Like, what it's is what just is the essentially, people are really looking back at sort of this time period where psychedelics were just kind of, like, bottled up, and everyone said, all right, well, we're done, because they make you want to jump off buildings. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's looking back and is like, well, that was mostly propaganda so that we wouldn't hate w- Vietnam. Right. Um, and so a lot of people are microdosing, which is like a sort of a newer thing, but a lot of people are, t- you know, microdosing LSD and stuff like that. LSD won't be legal, I would imagine, because it doesn't occur naturally, but they're doing tests again in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just sort of gives the p- people the ability to take like psilocybin, which is the chemical in magic mushrooms, the psychoactive chemical mm-hmm. and sort of just have that experience because you want them to have that experience in a safe way rather than in a way that's not safe and it's really you wouldn't think it's that difficult to have that in a safe way you know you have you have someone watching you 
and that's pretty much it. You just lay down, listen to music, do whatever you want to do. I don't know. I've never taken psychedelics. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait until the election comes <laughs> out, <laughs> and then we'll see. But yeah, I mean, that's sort of the premise, is that it, they want it to be safer, and there is a lot of positive effects. People have seen uh, microdosing, sort of people start using it. Um, I know there's this one the creator of this legalized nature movement, her, she had her kids and had postpartum depression and was just super depressed, didn't feel like a good mom for all of her life. And then she started microdosing LSD and now she feels like way better. She's got this energy. She feels like she can take care of her kids. So mm-hmm. then she was like, oh, we need to spread this. Yeah. Were there any negative effects to her taking the LSD? I mean, I'm sh- I don't, I really don't know. I don't think she would say. Yeah, given it's her movement, I don't think she would say. I think, realistically, unless there... I think you would know if there were negative effects. Yeah, I, I assume, like, if she's pushing it so hard to the point she's trying to bring legislation around it, then I, a safe assumption at the minimum is that the positives outweigh the negatives. Well, I mean, you. the thing is... Vastly. You can't overdose on these things. You can't overdose on psychedelics. Really? Um, I know that. The, the things that you might see happening is things like if you have history of, uh, what's it called? Huh. Mental illness. Right. You, like, hi- history of mental illness, schizophrenia, mm. that can be a trigger. And that's something that you just, like, can't come back from, right? Right. Like, family history of that, that's one of the biggest risks. But side effects, I'm not honestly too sure about right. what the you know, biggest side effects are. Right. Well, I know a little bit about one of the negative side effects, ego death. I think we talked about this before. Have I ever told you about this? No. Ego death is a very real thing. So it's when um, it usually happens in one of those situations where you take something like LSD or psychedelic in a situation where you probably shouldn't be. You're in a bad mental space. Maybe you're not around people that you're used to, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And the result is... Well, like you were saying, the goal of psychedelics is to kind of make you feel at peace with things. Right. Uh, that's why people take it. But the result is that people get a little bit too comfortable with that, and they start to think about their life in a certain way right. that makes them think, right. I'm doing something wrong. I'm doing everything wrong. I need to change something. That's mm-hmm. the, not what it is for everybody, but that's right. generally what people think no, that, of when they think of ego death. Yeah. And the result is that when the trip's over, it kind of, something stays with you. So you feel the need to change something about your life. So it's caused a lot of kids um, to, you know, whatever, maybe drop out of college, like distance themselves from friends and family, stuff like that. So that's what ego death is, is you're kind of, you're taking your conscious and thinking, Mm -hmm. I need to change something about it. So that is one of the negatives about LSD that I've been hearing a lot about. Um, I don't, that's not really possible with microdosing though. I'm not sure. That's not really possible. I don't really know if... LSD is, I think it's popular in microdosing, but I don't know if anybody really just takes LSD. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's co- like definitely, definitely it, not the people you hear about that talk about it yeah, a lot. I'm but, sure yeah. LSD isn't sort of like the top of the list. Let me just take some LSD. And, and another thing is if you're, unless you're microdosing, you're, this isn't something you're doing all the time. It's a lot of like celebrities that have done it will say, yeah, I've done it once. I've done it twice. I had a great experience. I don't need to do it again. I feel like I got everything I got from that, and I don't need to see anything else. I right. saw you sort of 
what you said about that the consciousness it changes it does it alters your consciousness you sort of see um a lot of them say that you sort of see uh your consciousness through sort of this like group consciousness you are part of the world you everything it's sort of this stream of energy and i'm sure people get out of that and they're saying oh i'm just this stream of energy right and then there's other people that are saying i'm this stream of energy i'm part of this i'm part of nature we need to save the like we need to take care of our earth Mm. but i'm sure other people are saying yeah well, I'm just a stream of energy. Well, this is me. I'm the same as this chair here. It's the same as the mindset of the, uh, you know, the common saying, whatever I do doesn't matter. It's, I'm just a speck on a spinning or yeah, spinning ball. Like, people can take that in two different ways. Either yeah, exactly. that means I can do whatever I want and, uh, like, it won't matter to the world around me. Thus, I should stop doing things and just give right. up. Or on the other hand, fuck yeah, I, I can do whatever I want. Exactly. <laughs> There's, yeah, it's the same kind of idea. But those, um, like I was saying, I don't think microdosing on a small scale, like you only hear about the positives of that. Um, I, honestly, yeah, I don't know if there's actually too much about it right now because I don't know if it's legal. Is I it? don't think it is. LSD is, def- or it's, microdosing? Yeah. Microdosing is legal, definitely right? not legal. No. Like, because you'd microdose LSD, right? Right. That's what you'd microdose, I feel like. And you microdose, I mean, actually, well, I don't know what else you shrooms can microdose. That's what you hear about. Can you microdose shrooms? <laughs> Dude, what do you take, like a nibble of it? <laughs> <laughs> you, take, you take a little, <laughs> like a little, like, a little half snack. bite, <laughs> a half bite of it. I just yeah, like, I feel like that's just like. Enough maybe. so you don't feel full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little snack. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that is that is the goal of microdosing, from the sounds of it. The goal is to limit the potential downsides. And, I mean, just that little bit, yeah. I, people, I guess the assumption is that little bit is enough to open your mind up without mm. introducing you to potentially the negative aspects of it. Right. Which is why. Yeah, microdosing yeah. is illegal. As per uh, Harvard Law, it's... it's oh, no, that's not, a, that's not a good source, man. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uh, yeah, it's a trend in Silicon Valley. It's been really popular. Yeah, no, People that's... People see increased productivity, a lot of that stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. And I guess sort of radical thinking, if that's what you want to call it, because... <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure a lot of people succeed and a lot of people that don't. So, yeah, exactly. Know. I mean, and there's so that's that's microdosing clearly illegal. Marijuana is just now starting to be legal. There's no real reason it was there's no reason that it was illegal in the first yeah. place, which is that's the interesting part about marijuana. Oh, asterisk. What? <laughs> um, part of this is also like a quote unquote conspiracy theory because we have no way we'll ever be able to prove this. But. Uh, there is a conspiracy that marijuana being illegal was just a way to put a ton of minorities yeah. in jail because it that's was very widely used. I, yeah, I think yeah. that was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's proven, but it's. I think pretty. They're never going to be able to prove that. It's not but disputed too it's, heavily. Mm, I think it's. Mm. Yeah, it's just a rough thing that happened. I mean, the rate at which history. minorities are victim of marijuana charges is it's crazy. dramatically it's higher than that of it of. Is. Um, white people mm-hmm. uh yeah actually look at the stats on this but yeah that's a conspiracy theory but it's not really much of a theory it's kind of pretty obvious yeah, it, it's <laughs> like, just that it honestly pisses me off because there's people still in jail for marijuana charges i was talking about this yesterday like, with somebody if it's, it's legal ridiculous. what's going on like why are you still in, why are you keeping them in jail i mean that goes along with i mean common law practice is if something was illegal at the time then yeah. you're still obviously you're still it, on the hook for it. But there has to be there has to be an exception of some kind made for this. Exactly. Simply on the premise of 
it is holding up the jail system exactly. so dramatically. We there have, are we so many so bigger dealers, <laughs> so many, so many things that are so much more of a big deal mm-hmm. that are just entirely ignored. And we spend so much money on our jailing system, on mm-hmm. our jail system, our incarceration. It's yep. like ridiculous how much yep. money we spend. I think it's like more than the next couple we combined. S- no, one hundred percent. We spend per per person on death row. We spend a hundred thousand per year in taxpayer dollars. Yeah, I, which is I never really understood. So There's, expensive. It's ridiculous <laughs> that death row is still a thing. Like I'm from Missouri. That's I think still a thing. In I don't Missouri? know if it's gotten we've gotten rid of it recently. Maybe. I think okay. we might have. There's only a few states that still have it, but it's just ridiculous. I don't know why. What are we, like, hoping to get out of that? You know? What, with the death penalty? Yeah. The main thing with the death penalty for me is I don't agree with it, uh, first and foremost, but the main thing about it for me is that people that are on death row tend to be on death row for years because yeah, the appeals process takes forever. It's ridiculous. And don't get me wrong, it's much more, it's much preferable that people on death row are held there than they just... Right. get killed right when they get put and get the death, sen- death penalty. It's much preferable. That being said, it is ridiculous that people are on, have been on death row for 15 years. Like, yeah. at that point, it just seems like it doesn't have a purpose, you it's know? ridiculous. So my yeah. mindset is that, I mean, clearly it's immoral. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of the people, m- almost among prisoners, are sentenced to death. Yeah, right. a little so stat here. For death row, yep. um, at year end of 2019, um, this is by the government site, yeah. Uh, fifty-six percent were white and forty-one percent were black. When only what thirteen percent of the population is black, but forty-one yeah. percent is on death row. Yeah. The entirety of the the prison system well, is it's just a yeah, I mean, system. whatever. It's and on top of that, here we um, go. <laughs> another stat we have is that blacks uh, have been nearly four times more likely than whites to be arrested for marijuana possession. Yeah. It's ridiculous. One hundred percent. So it's just part of the racism. system. Yeah, and uh, like the whatever it's called, the death penalty. Have you seen the movie, what's it called? Oh, shoot. The Green Mile? No. Just Mercy? Just Mercy. Just, Just Mercy. Mercy. Just, oh, I've read the book, too. <laughs> yeah, you've, right. And at the end, it's like one in five people who are killed on death row or something like that are innocent. Right. It's like, what in the world? Well, you know why? Um, if you think about it, that makes sense. Obviously, it's not good. Um but it makes sense that that's the stat because the people, a lot of the innocent people <coughs> that are put on death row are put on because the judge wants them put on right. type thing. It usually because in Just Mercy, this was the case. Institutional he was, racism. Inst- yeah, there you go. Institutional <laughs> racism. In Just Mercy... Spoiler alert. In, ju- <laughs> in Just Mercy, um, the... And I read it a couple years ago, so give me a second here. The, um, the, the person that was on death row that the lawyer was defending was innocent and the reason he was there is because the judge picked the black guy that was at the scene of the crime right to make him guilty of it so the reason it took so long for him to get off death row is because the judge wanted him so badly to be responsible Dude. for the crime i mean obviously it would tarnish his reputation yeah uh if he wasn't if the judge had put him in death row for no reason at all which he at that point kind of clearly had the yeah. funny thing about just mercy and i say funny ironically is that it was so painfully obvious based on the evidence available that he didn't do it. Yeah, it was and, well, so painfully obvious. Was up? And they knew it too. Oh, and they knew it. I no, mean, they, they knew it. The, like they paid the guy to paid off the say, deputy, paid off the the arresting cop, the cop that arrested him. They and, paid off so many people. And they paid off like the witness guy who, simply so who, that they could say that call him guilty. Was, yeah, there was and then no. He reason. went on and said, and testified and said, 
I lied. I didn't. They forced yeah. me to say that. And, and they still, still didn't let him out. It's just ridiculous. They you know? still didn't. And that's uh, based on a true story, like ridiculous. You know? Yeah, not just based. That is pretty much a true story. And that well, the yeah, crazy part is, <laughs> no, no. I don't think whatever his name is. What was his, who what, was what is that? the? What, can you pull the lawyer's name? Who? I don't think yeah, Michael B. Jordan was actually a, a lawyer. And I think oh, he, I no, think he was the lawyer. I never saw the movie. Oh, well, obviously not. He said it is a true story. I don't think Michael B. Jordan was a lawyer. No, I didn't see the movie. Brian Stevenson. Brian Stevenson. So I didn't. I just read the book and I read it a couple years ago. But Brian Stevenson. He was a lawyer in Alabama, um, right. and he went through dozens of cases like this, where he no. was trying to defend the, <laughs> where he was trying to defend the um, innocent convict. Um, and I mean, this this is this specific case was just amazing to hear about. It was just amazing yeah. to hear about. Um, but yeah, it also shows you how different the system is in so many parts of the world. Like That's the true. New York, the New York prison system. As an in, is entirely different from the Alabama prison system sure. and the judicial system as well. I mean, mm-hmm. it is so difficult. Um, I mean, the judicial. What do you mean by the judicial <laughs> system? <laughs> so keep, uh, like the judges, judicial system. Like, do you mean like the organization of it? Yeah. No, the, the, the organization. The organization of it is the same. I'm talking about the people within it. Yeah. The people so within like, the system completely change how everything runs. Yeah. I mean, in, in like saying institutional racism is such a like a trigger word. It's not it's not really what that is it's just like it's literally bias it's like personal bias of judges mm-hmm. which you could call institutional racism but it's not written into the law it's just racism yeah it's horrible mm-hmm. and, and then like, what do you, you, it's ridiculous yeah yeah this is another big thing too mm-hmm. private do you know about private prisons at all no okay so private prisons it's <clears throat> what it sounds like it's a prison owned by a company or an organization typically and they literally make money by signing contracts with the government to have prisoners in in the prison, they get paid by bed by person in the bed. Yeah, ridiculous. So, what do you think the result is, Joe? <laughs> a lot of people in a lot jail. Of, a lot of people in jail. And who do you think disproportionately gets affected by this? <laughs> it's crazy that this keeps coming up, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, no, but this was. And when were the these legalized? By the way, when were? That's a great question. Yeah, let me do a because little research. This could entirely change this conversation. It's probably been a while, I would guess. <laughs> no, they've been. I think they've been around I for a while. Say, I want to say they've been around for a long time. Have you seen the one movie, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? First Profit was 1852. No, have I haven't. seen Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? No. I'm pretty sure that movie's based, based on, this. on a private. They're in a private Ironically, person. Riverdale, the TV show, has. Oh, my God. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, dude. That's oh the thing. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, so. Um, legalized privatized prisons were legalized in what is it 1852 1852 um, uh, another conspiracy theory here is that the, <laughs> the illegalization of marijuana was created as a way to fill private prisons that is that's another really popular conspiracy theory and it's the sense that since you make money by filling beds well let's create a really easy crime to pin on right. people and put them in prison and get paid for it um and that, <laughs> it's it's not even really a conspiracy. It's the same kind of idea. Like yeah. it makes perfect sense that it would not take much convincing. Yeah, it's it's just ridiculous, really. I'm not even kidding. It was in Riverdale, dude. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not. I mean, he became tell me whatever about. He became mayor of the know. town so that he could open a private prison. <laughs> what in the world? Why no. are you watching Riverdale? I'm Can not. I haven't that? seen the new season. But you just you during the height of COVID, right. I watched I binge four seasons in two weeks of Riverdale yeah and not like 
Of Riverdale, yeah. And not like something else. One like, of my buddies back home, he said, watch Riverdale. So I watched four seasons of Riverdale in two weeks. just like watch Outer Banks instead or something? I watched that too. No, I had a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. A lot, really. a lot of time on my hands. So, I don't know. You didn't learn a language? I should have. I Dude. tried for a second. How'd that go? And then I forgot. You forgot the language? Uh, it was, I was... I was learning Spanish. I was in Spanish class. So Hablas like, español? Ah. Sí, un poco. Un poco de español. Un pequeño. <laughs> sí. Um, but I was, I was learning... Uh, thought I'd go ahead and learn some French. So you should, you should see my Duolingo. It's so funny. It's just like... It's, <laughs> we it's, were having such a good conversation. It's the, it's the, the max amount of... It's the <laughs> max amount of languages you can have. I, like to start, <laughs> I start a language and it's just like... Joe's 37 languages yeah, lined it, up it, ready well, to Spanish, go. Well, Spanish Spanish is good. I've got like all the golds almost all the way yeah. down. And then you like click on the next one and it's Italian, which I have like three lessons done. And then you go to the next one and it's French and I have like two lessons done. And then you go to the next one and it's Turkish. And, <laughs> and I started the first lesson and I don't know any words. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Because you can only have five languages at once. Really? Maybe four. Can you end a language? I'm pretty sure you could, yeah. Okay. okay. So I could probably drop Spanish right you now. Could. I like, you could. You know Spanish at this point. Start oh, my God. All right, what is this? <laughs> we were just stalling. You have Will time to pull something interesting <laughs> up. <laughs> with, the, with the proliferation. All right, go ahead, Will. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm just we'll looking back. up random uh, drug statistics. Uh, the <laughs> war on drugs, they made sentences like minimum 10, 20, 30 years just for literally just using drugs, yep. which disproportionately affected low-income neighborhoods, which disproportionately affected minorities, which filled the beds of the prisons. So it's like the war on drugs was also used as a, you yeah. know, a vehicle <coughs> to fill prisons. fill prisons. And you've heard about, I'm sure you've heard about the three-strike policy. Have you heard about I this? I have, but I forgot. Okay, three-strike policy. Um, I'm pretty sure it's, you get three criminal charges, and on the third one, you get a life sentence. I'm pretty sure that's how it a works. A life sentence? Yeah, or I like 10 years or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's a lot longer. 25 to life, yeah. Re- so after th- sentences. So, yeah, they, I assume at this point this is either being phased out or it already has been. Uh, yeah, the it's, three strikes and you're outlaw. So those three felonies could be, because it was a felony to smoke weed, so those three felonies sure. could be, I got caught smoking weed outside of my apartment three times. Now I'm facing 25 to life. <laughs> like... Yeah. That, that is how that works, and obviously, well, who do you think that and affected? <laughs> as for the statistic from earlier, it would be the black people like Bob Marley. Given life. <laughs> yeah. Where did Bob Marley live? Did he live in the United States? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know did. why you said Bob Marley. Yeah, I don't either, man. Let's check it. <laughs> I was Where just thinking about Bob Marley. Uh, Bob Marley. He was <laughs> popping in my brain. Wilmington. Wow. Wilmington. Is that? Okay. Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, what? No way! Yep, Bob Marley. I he lived in um, <laughs> Kingston. Yeah, that's normal. That's yeah. <laughs> Kingston, Jamaica. So Jamaica to um, Delaware <laughs> to Wilmington, that's, Delaware. That's, that's, a that's weird, the journey. That's, that's a weird move. move. I'll give you that. Yeah, I, you know that actually kind of surprised me. I'm not gonna lie. Bob Marley is pro- one of the main reasons why psychedelics were so popular in the 70s. So Bob psychedelics Marley and weed. Do psychedelics? I don't think. I think he just did weed. I was, was Bob Dylan, man. different Bob, Bob Dylan, yeah, different weed man. He might have. I mean, Dude, even Bob singers Bob. even now, most singers are smoking weed when they're filming their or uh, when they're creating songs now. Yeah, I mean, it's, and they they're not shy about it. It's, no, not at all. They're pretty they're open fine with it. Like you can, there's this interview of ASAP Rocky talking about how he smokes weed all the time, and then also about how he 
like he talks about it's ridiculous because like celebrities talk about their time doing shrooms it's like like you shouldn't talk about that (laughs) well i mean i guess they can nobody's going after them but it's like why well the beauty the beauty of that is they can just say they were kidding and then i feel like it's the same thing as when rappers talk about killing people and just nothing happens happens, well and then why W. Melly gets arrested? <laughs> I knew you'd say well, that. he did. He did kill. <laughs> well, someone, he did so. it. So and was caught doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the baby, except he just kind of is chilling. <laughs> what? What? They killed somebody. Did he really? Yeah. Well, this is you know Snoop Dogg killed somebody. The Died, baby. The obviously. baby is got <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> 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 What did the baby do? Yeah, the baby. <laughs> the baby. Before I get into that, I'm the just going to add really quickly. Um, Bob Marley was very much against smoking anything but marijuana. Oh, yeah. So he just big loved, marijuana guy. He just loved weed. He just loved weed. He just loved weed. It was Bob Dylan that was kind of the muse of that group. Is what I was going for. Of there, Bob Marley of the the beats and the hippie group. Like the, oh, he yeah. was the I mean, inspiration. For yeah, he one was, of the biggest he was at the time of that group. Yeah, I mean, he was just one of the. He was probably the first really well-known singer that was just openly using these psychedelics on on the i would uh, say i would say the doors is probably well read the doors but bob marley was one of the biggest musicians on the planet and he was just very about 40 years (laughs) the doors never heard of the doors no (laughs) and a lot other a lot of other bands and will needs to say Um, yeah (laughs) as as per rolling stone um quote rapper dababy killed a teenager in a walmart yeah. Really? A couple of years ago. Huh. He's chilling. Alright, you swore self defense. Yep. I don't believe him. <laughs> okay. Well, he's gonna get off the hook. No, he's gonna be just fine. No, it's so funny how <laughs> why NW Melly killed someone. Yeah, now he's in prison for that. He had murder on he his also mind. Had so. murder, he had murder on his mind. He's saying about That's it. Nice yeah. Yeah, yeah, he literally described the murder. He described the murder. <laughs> like, why would you not yellow tape around his body? It's a fucking homicide. Yep. Yeah, it was a, it was that. <laughs> he didn't even mean to shoot him. He just got him by surprise. <laughs> oh my god, it's not his fault. So terrible. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> you good? Well, yeah, I'm good. I'm like so over drugs, dude. <laughs> yeah, so am I. Dude, can you please tell me I'm about your law paper, dude? Please tell me about your law paper. Yeah, I'm writing about energy drinks, which yeah. is still stimulants but you know caffeine yeah. and taurine which is in red bull it just causes cancer dude oh <laughs> what i don't know well you know everything causes cancer. <laughs> what you cannot say that unless you got someone to support it is it true well, you it. know there's always a study like <laughs> what's called taurine just look it up <laughs> no i mean i'm sure there, there's you're a gonna study find a study this. about it and it's ridiculous so taurine like you could also look up palm oil also ca- causes cancer that's in oreos so okay yeah Taurine can inhibit the proliferation of human lung cancer cells. And apoptosis. Yeah, that's self-suicide. All right. That is what apoptosis is. Yeah. So it just it just makes lung cancer grow faster. Okay. You see, like, so it amplifies it. As per the National Institute of Health, Okay, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, you know, you can do that. So but Red Bull can, more, can proliferate more cancer. More on the yeah. lighter uh, side of life. Yeah. Red Bull got sued for for some for some serious money about this guy who... Uh, was upset that Red Bull didn't give him wings, quote unquote, <laughs> um, and they settled for thirteen million dollars. That's crazy. This guy said, "In it's more complicated than that." He said that the advertisement insinuated <laughs> that it was that it would give him, you know, give you wings and sort right. of like have all these benefits that it didn't have. 
and and that's like what's so crazy about these like energy drink companies is that they don't give a shit they're worth so much money that they don't give a shit and they have half the market so they will just pay you money so that you don't sue them because there are no laws where they're at there are some now a little bit more with the fda but they can identify themselves as dietary supplements Mm -hmm. so they don't have to put how much caffeine is in it initially monster didn't put how much caffeine it was in a can of monster and people died um yeah a lot of people died. Heart conditions, and they, there was no warning. There was no. If They've also drastically. If you're sized a minor, if that. you're a child, you shouldn't drink caffeine. A 14 year old girl in like 2013. It's like 88 or 100 and something. Uh, oh, to take you? Talking, oh talking. yeah, keep going, keep going. Five thousand. Well, holy shit. Well, with pre-existing, no, 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 pre-existing, with pre-existing conditions. conditions, right? A lot of right. people ah. with heart kid conditions, especially minors, were just dropping, and, <laughs> and there wasn't anything, there wasn't anything they could do about it. And they, were, and they didn't know why. They were just like, "All right, well, <laughs> my dietary supplement just killed me." But it's, and then their parent, and their family was like, "You know, yo, you can't do that. I'm going to court." And they're like. No, you're not. We'll pay you $65 million. And they're like, fine. <laughs> pay us $65 million. <laughs> That's terrible. And then, but recently Monster, I think probably, ruse right after this 14-year-old girl died, mm-hmm. as they said, all right, fine, we're going to identify as a beverage. We'll put nutrition facts on the back of our can, and we'll tell you how much caffeine's in it, and we'll right. put a tiny little warning that says, do not drink if you are a... Have pre-existing heart no, conditions or pregnant. No, doesn't say, yeah, uh, pregnant. Yeah. If you're a minor, or and then there's something super vague. I don't know what it says, but it's something super vague. So like, so it could apply to anybody. So, so like, there's uh, still yeah, these it cases. says like if you're under 18, you should be careful drinking this. It's something yeah. like that. And like it's, it's a tiny it's, font. It's minors, pregnant women, and then there's just the most vague thing ever that you people are still suing over. Like, just change the words and put it on the front. Right. Like, I don't know why in the world you're doing that. It's, just, it's honestly like. <laughs> It's ridiculous, and they just don't care either. No. I mean, why would they? They no, just, that's true. I mean, think about it. These energy drink, energy drink brands are new to the scene. The oldest right. one is probably 15 years old. The oldest yeah. big one probably 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And all of them are worth a billion dollars. Well, in Monster signed with Coke. Right. So they, yeah, Coke owns a piece of Monster now. Yeah, they that. use all their distribution, all that. Mm. Red Bull has all these, I mean, Honestly, how cool would it be to be a Red Bull athlete? I don't give yeah. a shit if Tareen's giving somebody lung cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I will agree with yep. him on this. Yep. How cool would it be Being to be a, Red a Bull base jumper? Is, That'd be so be, cool. Yeah. Red Bull has this entire brand about uh, er, and dominates extreme sports mm. and basically owns everything. And then there's like n- tiny little... So together, those two own about a little under right? 80% of yep. the market share. It's crazy. And then it's a hundred billion dollar market. Yeah, and That's then you take cool. a step down. And it's like Rockstar Energy with four percent market share. It's yep. like crazy. You're like, well, <laughs> and Ghost is on its way up too. There's Go- yeah, Ghost is on its way up. Bang was on its way up. Just lost three hundred and seventy million dollars to to for one of <laughs> for two different reasons, oh, but the same reason. Okay, you know, like at the top of the bang can, <laughs> your your bright bang can, it says super creatine at the top. Yeah. That just doesn't have creatine in it. Okay. And so, first... For the best. For the so best. a couple years ago... Well... The way people drink those things, it's for the I best. Mean, yeah, there's no creatine sure in it. Sure, it is yeah. for the best, but at the same time, a, cu- a couple years ago, there's this company called Orange Bang Inc. or something like that, which makes drinks in California or something like that. They sue Bang over 
trademark infringement. Right. And Bang is like, Bang is like, uh, I don't really want to go to court, so we'll pay you an undisclosed amount of money, probably $100 million, mm-hmm. so that we can use uh, the Bang. We can use the name Bang in creatine drinks. And then the company's like, yeah, all right, fine. And then, like, three three years later, they're like, wait a minute. You guys don't even have creatine in that. <laughs> and so then they sue again, and they win $175 million. Wow. And off of... Off of yeah, off of trademark infringement, which is the largest yeah. one of the largest trademark infringements ever. That's crazy. And then a month later, uh, Monster sues them and says, "What did Monster say? What did they sue him over? Which one did you? Oh, Monster, Monster said. Oh yeah, Monster yeah, the super creatine. Monster just sues them over like misleading advertisements because yeah. there's no creatine in that and they're saying you're stealing our market because there's no creatine in there right and you're pretending like there is and people are making a decision based off that so and monster court, does have creatine in it no oh okay but none of them do okay no one no one has creatine well i'm sure there are ones with creatine in them but right monster's saying well you're like lying to the consumer you're stealing our market we're gonna sue you they're and just looking they for an 200 million yeah. more dollars and five percent royalty on worldwide sales. Really, which is wow. a lot more than just yeah. That is a big deal. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's that's, yeah, that's, a, that's, what, that's, that's what that's what monster the first got. one, right? I think that's the second one. Rule or for both monster. of them? Just no, 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 no. That's that's the first case. Mm. The fi- one seventy-five million, oh, and then a month later. So yeah, monster and this orange bang sued in April. And then they won the case. I didn't know about the five percent royalty. That's crazy. Yeah, and then a month ridiculous. later, that is ridiculous. A, a month That's later, worth millions. Uh, Monster just sued again, and then for false advertisement, and won two hundred million more dollars. So like, it's That's just they're just so like ridiculous. Honestly, it's it's a it's a wild market. That's, yeah, it's a it crazy is a wild market because everybody's suing everybody for things that don't even really pertain to them, but they just want to like fuck up their opponents. <laughs> yeah, so they're happy to and do it's it. It's so messed up, and they're like they're like, yeah, you guys can't put put you have super creatine on there we're gonna go market to kids we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, Dude, all honestly, that's, that's what ghost do. does that's what, Go- what are you talking about yeah, ghost. that's what ghost, ghost, is. ghost is sour, sour patch kids, kids flavor <laughs> swedish <laughs> fish flavor it's like, like guys that's not you're not even trying guys. how'd they even get those trademarks that's yeah, crazy think about that ridiculous oh my gosh no pull up a photo of ghost the big bright yellow can of ghost ghost monster and all their like spokespeople because that's how they advertise their their whatever their market is so young their demographic that they just advertise on social media and they just like only have social media people like phase or whatever the phase clan yeah phase clan is is really it's only it's only for like young kids it's ridiculous warheads flavor you can't say that's not for a five-year-old yeah it's ridiculous sour Sour patch patch. so the thing is i see dio walking in and out with these things they're good they're good (laughs) i've never had had one before i've never had one it like even has like the snapchat logo almost on there yeah like it appeals 100 percent to just it is children for children exactly it's this like, is crazy it's like so i don't bad. know why we're <laughs> guys come on i mean a lot <laughs> of brands pretend. have done this they're they're not the first ones obviously i'm going to talk about g fuel now because we love g fuel <laughs> sponsored sponsored by g fuel sponsored by g fuel no i am a big i'm he a legally big has g to fuel say fan. that legally i have to say that i'd say it anyway <laughs> um g fuel i am a big fan of they have these hydration things have you ever tried these oh, oh i brought one i brought one to your door they're so fire they're so good i don't dude. know what's in it but literally it's nothing so fire like you read the label it says there's nothing in it i am um, not sponsored not by good. g fuel he is 
drink that shit. I'm gonna pull so, up. Okay. <laughs> no, pull up a picture because these um, it was the one specifically we were drinking is Ron's Gone Wrong. It was a collaboration with that movie, Ron's Gone Wrong G Fuel. Um, there it is, right there. Uh, put it up on the screen too, so people know what yeah, I'm talking about. Um, I'm a big fan of these things right here. Um, so literally all it That's is. That's their entire is audience, by the way. Thanks for wondering. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I fucking love this shit. So sh- hold yourself. Down. I'm just kidding, dude. I thought it was good. No, it was good. It was good. Um, <laughs> no, so, so this good. is. I don't know what the flavor is. It tastes zero like a melted pina colada. Sugar zero calories. It's a hydrate. It's a hydrator. So it's a hydrator. It think Prime Energy except G Fuel. Clearly, well, Prime Energy is like a bajillion calories and so much sugar in them well the hydrator the hydrators have nothing in them that's the thing uh it's the same I mean kind of deal when i say a bajillion i actually kind of prefer the this g fuel one to the prime one a price wise g fuel is like much more affordable yeah. and it tastes pretty similar <laughs> it tastes pretty <laughs> similar um but i really like this one specifically and then what i was going with this is they do these collaborations too yeah, okay. They do <laughs> these collaborations, Ron's too. Ron's Gone Wrong. <laughs> so they did one with Ron's Gone Wrong. But more, Ron's but gone wrong. Look up just G Fuel collaborations. You'll find a lot of big names. Obviously, you know Ninja had one. Yeah, they, they um, are... They definitely hit their peak yep, with COVID. They're, right now, they're COVID. big into G Fuel Energy Formula. Brain drive. Yeah, that's a dope. Yeah, that's <laughs> like <laughs> brimstone. They're big brimstone. in. They're big into Brother anime Isaac right now is. because I mean it's the biggest market on the planet. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Sonic. I'm sure their yeah. market. See that kid's dope as fuck too. <laughs> look at this shit. That also does look like it's appealing to children. Yeah, but they were some of the first ones to really lean into these collaborations. There's yeah. one of Ninja right there. Yeah. Um, their stuff's kind of different now. Uh, they did a Star Wars collab earlier in the year. They did a, you know, WWE, The Undertaker. Sure. They did an Undertaker oh, yeah. collab. That was actually dope. Phase Clan. They were, were they with Phase? They were with Phase for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, but regardless, they were the ones that really leaned into it at first. <laughs> Sponsored. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the right, Tetris one, I, I actually tried the Tetris one. Um, no, but, mm, his energy drink companies are yeah. out of control. Right. They're suing each other left and right. Mm-hmm. So you think um, uh, the XFL is going to fail? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No, I love the XFL. I actually I think it's going to do just fine, dude. Fan. I think it's going to do just fine. Diehard fan of the St. Louis Battlehawks. I think that the XFL is actually going to do just fine. There are problems with the previous iterations of it, and we were talking about. It this. didn't even have that many. It wasn't having. It, it was they doing too. well. They too. Uh, before COVID shut down, you're right. They were doing well, but, but COVID uh, twenty years ago or whatever. It was, oh yeah, you mean Vince McMahon started it up, yeah. and it just failed. And the problem was, it was good before <laughs> COVID, but it was also on a failing track. They were losing a lot of money. Reason yeah. being, they kept trying to compete with the NFL. You yeah, cannot compete with the NFL. Mm-hmm. So the new reason I think this one's going to be good is because they're working in. Tandem with the NFL in a lot of right. cases. You see players like it's pretty seamlessly transitioning to the XFL. Mm-hmm. If they like, for example, backup quarterbacks, a lot of them are going to the XFL because mm-hmm. it's not really a competition right. anymore. It's more of a XFL starts in the off season. They're doing their thing. They've got mm-hmm. some cool iterations and changes they're making to the game, and then yeah, they end completely different game. NFL season starts. Like it's a, a pretty seamless transition right, right now. And if they grow, then it's going to become more of a competition, obviously, but. Right now, where they're at, they got a really good start. Invest in the XFL right now. You what? what? Everyone invest in the XFL yes, right, right now. now. Right now. Absolutely. Before it blows should. up. Partially owned it's by Dwayne to... The Rock Johnson. <laughs> One third owned by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. No, it's actually such a good. Uh, it's so interesting because you see, like, a lot of these leagues, like baseball, just changed 
itself. Like, yeah. Completely. Pitch count, no more shifts. It's going to be hard. It's, it's a different game now. The mm. games, if you, it used to be like two years ago, you'd like check your phone, you'd be like, oh, it's 10 o'clock, the Cardinals were playing at 7 o'clock. Well, I can probably catch the last three innings of the game because <laughs> every game is four and a half hours long. Right. But now you're like, oh my god, it's nine thirty. It's the bottom of the ninth. I gotta, I Get gotta in. watch the end of the game. Yeah. So it's so crazy. Like, and the same thing. Necessary change. With, yeah. I mean, it's just more action packed mm. because, which is not a good thing, but we just have no detention span whatsoever. Well, baseball's in a weird spot. It really yeah. is because their old fans, the majority of their fan base, are they've been around for a long time. Right. Long so they long. want the game to stay as it is. They like how it goes on for a long time. You can just kind of sit there and watch and chill. <laughs> the problem is. The new market doesn't like that. The new yeah. market wants quick, fast-paced stuff that just keeps moving. And what does the MLB do? They can't change it or else they'll ostracize right. their community they already have. But at the same time, they can't stay the same or else they're not going to get you and me. Right. So it, is, it was a really tough spot for them. I think they made the right decision. I, I think, think it's going to be tough, though, with I think I mean, they didn't, so much human error. I think they were expecting it to be different than it was because, at least from what I've seen, it's not like old people hate it and young people really like it like it's like kind of just kind of depends on who you ask you yeah know? like my dad absolutely loves the change he's like i think it's great for the game right i think it is super important my grandpa who's been a fan all his life is like eh, i don't really care like, i don't <laughs> right <laughs> gives a shit <laughs> like like all right yeah. and then i watch it and i'm like holy shit like they're pitching so fast you yeah know? Like it's like, oh my god, this baseball thing's crazy! What is going on? Like this person is going to get tired. It's all about open mindedness at the end of the day. Exactly. A lot of old fans. I mean, it's not that big of change. They made Mm -hmm. slight rule changes, which really picked up the pace. Don't get me wrong, but they're tiny changes. The problem people are worried about, especially longtime fans that don't want it to change, is they're going to make some pretty big changes soon to keep up with the fast-paced sports like football, like basketball. Yeah. And I mean, that's just how it is. You know, they learn and they grow. I think, I don't know. I don't know if they will make changes. In my opinion, I think that's that's their market, you know? They don't... That market, the problem is that market to is shrinking. It, yeah, it's... <laughs> it's shrinking dramatically. It's not, actually. What? I mean, this what year... What did you look up? <gasps> what was, what okay. was up there? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, ignore it. Keep going. <laughs> Better Are question we... is, has surfing lost its soul? <laughs> what? <laughs> No, did you hear about the WWE merger? UFC? This is so crazy right now what we're talking we about. We have just, like, just around an hour everywhere. Guys. Okay, okay. Yeah. Have you heard about the WWE being no. bought out? No. UFC just bought WWE, which is a... What? Yeah. World, it's crazy. It's actually Joe crazy. <laughs> what about Joe? <laughs> Rogan Joe was a part of this. <laughs> no, it, that's actually a really big deal. I mean, clearly it combines the two biggest fighting sports on the mm-hmm. planet. The other thing is, obviously... Sumo wrestling. <laughs> sumo, sumo wrestling. Yeah. And what? Fencing? <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be an awesome sumo sport. Sumo wrestling and fencing? You want to make a league, a sumo wrestling fencing sport? <laughs> sumo fencing. <laughs> there's, no, there's no tips on the end of the sword. It's just belly fat. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that even mean? No, all right. It's a big deal because clearly the two biggest fighting sports on the planet, but more importantly, you have UFC... A very clearly high-intensity competitive sport, and then the WWE, which is very clearly staged, right? Yeah. So you're wondering how they're going to mix, you I know? I'm wondering. That. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering how they're going to mix. And the thing is, okay, it was a $9 billion sale. So I'm very interested to see 
It's a lot of billions. What changed a lot of billions? I'm interested to see it's what changes. A lot of changes. millions, even. <laughs> you're, you're fried, dude. <laughs> fried is the wrong word. Um, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm just fine, actually. Yeah. <laughs> we just, the last, like, ten minutes of this have just been us yeah. switching around. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, it's time to wrap up. Dude, you got to write an essay about energy drinks. Sure does. Sure does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Joe. All right. I'm in pleasure. love with you. Oh, Glass shit. Away. Just to slip down. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. See you guys next Peace. time. Bye, G Fuel.